What's going on, everybody? Alex Hurt here with Rainforest Marketing Radio. And today I'm going to tell you how to get paid doing nothing. Now, that, that's quite a statement, but I've been in affiliate marketing now for about uh, two or three months, maybe a little bit more than three months, a few months. And um, before I really dove deep into email affiliate marketing, I've tried many, many different online business opportunities from, you know, lead generation, blogging, uh, e-commerce, and I was even like developing websites for a little bit. Um, Spent a long time on blogging and a long time on uh, website development. And, um, you know, in the beginning, when I first started my uh, online business, I was was really inspired by Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek. And um, it was really just like, really turned on by this idea of um, the new rich, you know, living a life of minimal effort and just maximum output, you know, Uh, basically what Tim Ferriss talks about when it comes to the new rich is just living a life that's completely, uh, you have complete time freedom, and you still get to live in, you know, relative luxury. Um, the first step is basically to identify what you want your life to look like and then um, work backwards and figure out what your income should be. A lot of people just go and they try to make as much money as possible. Um, There's an old personal personal development guy. He's a broadcaster from Chicago uh, named Earl Nightingale. And um, he used to say something that uh, I I think he's he's dead now, but um, um, back when he was around and and he would create a lot of personal development recordings, he would say that a lot of people believe that uh, people, a lot of people believe that they need more money or they want more money than they actually do. uh, And they'll settle for a whole lot less than they can get or something along those lines. But basically um, the new rich live in relative luxury while, um, you know, not spending a whole lot of time to earn that money. And, um, once I got into affiliate marketing, um, I was really struggling to create offers. You know, I was never really sure, you know, what it was that I was going to sell um, and and whether or not what I did decide to sell would actually be accepted by the market. Um, and I, I was just, it was basically a lot of guesswork back then. You know, I'd create my sales funnels, email follow-ups, um, and, and even thinking about back-end offers, like, there's a lot of guesswork that went into it, like very little hard evidence. And I've talked in the past about emulating offers. And while that is, um, you know, there's there's some evidence to, to back creating offers that are uh, modeled off of uh, products that are already selling well, um, you know, it still made me nervous when I was launching a new product or a new funnel. And, uh, you know, I didn't have any hard evidence like like things in my own business where i could say like yeah i i believe this is going to work now because i can point to a result and say well this will tell me this is telling me that this is a good idea and that i should go forward with it um you know basically no proof no idea of whether or not um i was actually going to make any money once i began creating the product and um a lot of times I would spend, you know, a lot of 
a lot of time creating a, a an offer or, or an ebook or some course like a digital asset or uh, something. I'd spend all this time creating the product, thinking thinking that it was a good idea, and then taking it to market, I would um, lose a ton of money. Like a few months ago, I spent at least a month writing an ebook. Um, I thought it was awesome. You know, I, I researched the heck out of it. Like it had citations and it was on a topic that I thought people re- were really going to be interested in. It was uh, health and fitness and like fasting, you know. And um, I wrote what I thought was, you know, some compelling sales copy, launched the product and it just totally flopped. Like I lost about $750 in the process of, of that whole uh, you know, product creation, spending the time writing it, spending the ad money. Um, so, so just massive, massive failure. And um, uh, at that point, I had been in online business for like almost a year, maybe between six and nine months, I think. And uh, just didn't like lost a ton of motivation from that you know, the bank account went down and so did my drive. Like it was pretty, pretty bad. Um, and it, it was around that time that I, I was first exposed to Steve Larson, who um, he was the lead funnel builder at ClickFunnels for a while, you know, expert internet marketer and um, uh, cool, cool guy too. Like I haven't met him, but like, I, I feel like I know him from uh, following him online. And he's, he's really funny and knows what he's talking about or at least it seems like he does. Um, but he talks about a strategy that he uses in his own business to test products actually before he creates them and uh, get paid at the same time. So that's that's really what I mean when, when I say get paid to do nothing. Um, you don't actually have to create the product to get paid for it, if that makes sense. So basically what he does is he'll create an offer based on a problem that he sees in the marketplace. Um, and, you know, in his, in his copy, in his sales letter, and uh, in, in his, you know, sales pitch on, on the a video sales letter, he'll make these, you know, massive promises to, to solve this problem that he sees. Um, and then, of course, as all marketers should do, he identifies follow-up problems, objections, um, additional areas where he can provide value and, and basically make it so that it wouldn't make sense for his ideal customer not to purchase the product. Um, and he'll, he'll bundle all that together with uh, different product ideas. And basically he won't create the product. He'll do a pre-launch. Um, so in all of his copies, very transparent, like this isn't done yet. This isn't, you know, uh, a thing that if you buy now, you're, you're going to get it right now. This is a pre-launch and this is, um, you know, early bird pricing, you know, he'll create all the different elements that, uh, you know, on his sales pages and his funnels that he plans on creating for his offer, but he hasn't actually spent the money creating it or, or spent the time creating it. And, um, you know, the people that get to the, this is basically like a test funnel, right? The people that get uh, into the funnel during this test phase, um, They'll get the early bird pricing and and he'll basically be able to gauge how the market reacts just to the offer, you know, Um, and that's that's something that Steve talks about. That's something also that Tim Ferriss talks about in the four hour work week. Um, 
you know, both both of them actually have said this exactly that people don't those they don't vote best with their mouths. Uh, they vote best with their wallets. You know, if you ask somebody to buy something on the street, they might tell you, yeah, but but then when um, or, if, you know, if you ask them whether or not they like a product, uh, they might tell you, yeah, just to make you feel good. But if you ask them to buy, you know, they might not. They might kind of back out, even if it's cheap, right? Even if it's like 10 bucks, uh, people don't like to part with their money. And so, you know, it has to be very compelling for them to actually part with their money. So um, that's that's basically what I've done. Um, I've created a pre-launch funnel for my most recent idea, um, Autopilot Downline. If you've been listening to the past few episodes and my uh, 90 day challenge, I've talked a lot about this. It's basically um, a course that's gonna teach network marketers how to create self-liquidating offers and how to generate their own leads um, online without having to buy them. Um, and ideally uh, generating a little bit of profit from it. So I decided to create this offer basically without having any tangible product to give my customers so I could test you know, the idea um, so I could test the offer as a whole without spending all the time creating it myself or the money getting it outsourced because um, I mean, creating a whole course is, is quite an undertaking. Like that's at least a week of, of like, that's all I'm working on um, to create an entire course. Um, and it'd be nice to test it in the market and just gauge how people are reacting to it and reacting to like my sales copy and, and the whole pitch before I actually go and uh, spend the time creating the product. So, um, you know, of course that wasn't the end of, of the story. Like we still have to come up with uh, a way to quickly create sales pages, email follow-ups, and, um, you know, all the offer components too. And in, in last episode, I talked about leveraging PLR for offer components. Um, and, I've been using funnel scripts a lot recently to create basically all of my copy. You know, it gets me to the 70, 80% mark. And if I want to bump it up to 90, I'll spend some time like, um, you know, tweaking sentences that sound awkward. Or if, uh, you know, there's a, a little, I don't know, emotional trigger that I can throw in there, like a fear of missing out or, or an additional fear that I don't feel like is um, addressed nearly as well in the copy or, or like an additional desire that I can throw in there. Um, I'll do that. But it, it creates or it uh, reduces the amount of time spent just, you know, staring at a cursor um, and not really knowing how to start my copy brings that down all the way to zero, basically. Um, and what's, what that's allowed us to do is create this pre-launch funnel in like a week. Um, while before that would have taken me at least a month, um, probably well over a month, month and a half, possibly even two. Like I've spent in the past, I've spent a long time creating sales pages, creating, um, you know, my actual product and all this before I actually turn it on put traffic to it and test whether or not the idea is going to work. And, and this time I've been able to do that in about a week, which, um, you know, is, is awesome. I think that the faster I can pump out new iterations of 
offers and uh, and really test where my like skills are at, the more frequently I can do that, the faster I'll improve. I told a story a couple episodes ago about um, two sets of pottery students. Um, the first set of students, they were told just make the perfect pot, spend as much time as you need, make the perfect pot and bring it, bring it to class at the end of our session or whatever. And the other group, they were told just pump out as many pots as you can, like as many pots as you can in this three hour class that we've got. And at the end of the class, the people who created more pots created better pots than the ones who spent all that time trying to create the one perfect pot. So now my mentality is kind of switched from um, let's make it as perfect as possible to let's see how fast we can do it. And if it flops and, you know, I only make a few sales or no sales, um, I've only spent a week doing it. So I can go back and say, okay, well, where, where did I mess up? Where's like the one, if I could do just like two or three things differently, where would they be? And like, I've launched this thing. I've, I'm driving traffic to it right now. And I'm already thinking about like, what are the main areas I can improve this funnel? And like, um, my video sales letter, I know can be way better. I heard something from, uh, I think it was Anthony Morrison, where he, I, and I'm not sure if it was him, but he said that, uh, sales or selling is basically education with a call to action. And I realized that in my sales video, um, there were a lot of, you know, promises made and desires addressed and fears twisted, you know, but there wasn't much education. Like there was no, um, I don't know, like education is, is valuable, right? And, and people like the upfront value before they go and buy something from you. And, and also like this, this might go a little bit over, I'm kind of rambling, but recently I went to a chiropractor um, and there was, it was like one of those free adjustment things. And we went in and they did x-rays and they did a body scan and, um, and, uh, they told us to go and, and come back in the next day. And we came back in the next day. And basically what they did is they sat us down and educated me and my wife on what the ideal spine should look like. Like it has all the natural curves in it. And like, this is why it's important to have these curves uh, in the spine, like the cervical spine, the lumbar spine, like you need these curves here because of the nerves and like your nervous system controls all these different things. And if you have a straight neck, uh, like a straight cervical spine, it'll cause all of these problems. If you have a straight lumbar spine, it'll cause all these problems. And uh, I was learning a lot about the spine and, and how important it is to our health um, and how, you know, just popping pills to um, solve your headache problem isn't nearly as good as trying to get to the root cause of like, hey, well, you know, you sit at a desk all day you know, and look at your cervical spine, it's, you know, basically straight up and down where it needs to have like a 40, 40, 45 degree curve. Um, so that's probably why you're having headaches or you have this pain or whatever. Like I'm not in a lot of pain, but, um, I learned a lot about the spine and how my spine was 
messed up. And then they pitched us at the end and they were like, hey, it's X number of dollars a month to come in this many times a week and we'll adjust you and move you towards, you know, a healthy spine, which of course you now know is super important. And like, I was compelled to buy, like, it was way too expensive. Like I couldn't afford it, but um, uh, I was compelled legitimately to buy. Like I, I thought, well, what can I cut out? Cause obviously I need this. Like that was what was going on in my head. Obviously I need this. I mean, that's a healthy spine. And here's, here are all the reasons why you need a healthy spine. And there's my spine. And it's jacked up. Um, so, you know, is the education part. Knowing what a healthy spine looked like and why it's important made me realize, okay, that I need this help, even though I can't afford it. Um, if, I, if I had the money to spend, I definitely would have on the spot. And I realized in my sales video, I, I didn't do nearly as much educating as um, as maybe I should have. So, you know, if this flops, um, that'll be one of the first things that I go back and change. But this is, uh, you know, a kind of newer strategy that, uh, that I'm going to try out where, you know, I don't actually, like, create the product before I go to sell it, if that makes sense. Um, what I'll probably do, like if I do make a few sales, um, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of up between like, you know, going all in, like, okay, somebody wants it. So it's obviously, um, something that people want. I'm just not very good at selling it yet. Or I'll go all the way back, refund the people that do buy and, uh, and try something completely different. Um, and like absolute worst case scenario, nobody buys. I get a few opt-ins and, you know, I have people on my email list and, and something that Steven Larson actually recommends is like, once you have people's contact information, just ask them like, Hey, you know, you opted in, you saw my sales video, of uh, this thing I'm trying to sell. Like, why, why didn't you buy? What, what else do, do you want? Or what do you want? When you opted in and you uh, expressed interest in like this idea, what was it that you were hoping for? And like, if you can get an answer to that question, I have no problem (laughs) creating whatever somebody wants to buy. Um, And then putting that in a future offer that I think, I think that's invaluable. Uh, And I mean, that's like, that's like why people do focus groups and stuff is to, um, get feedback from, from their customers. So, um, you know, in the end, basically what all this means is that, um, I'm going to have more assurance before launching a product. You know, I'll have actually some, some hard evidence that, yeah, my, my sales messaging is good. The offer is good. This is something that people will actually want to buy because people voted with their wallets and not their mouths. Um, and actually if it's a pre-launch, then I'll have a little bit of capital to, you know, float me till I really, really launch it and uh, actually create the product, whether it's outsourcing or using PLR or, or whatever. Or even if I create it all myself, I can throw all of that back into advertising. Um, and, you know, getting that real input from customers too. Like if they, if they do buy the offer, 
I can go back and ask them like, okay, so what else would you want? If, you know, if, if you got this right now and you got everything that was uh, promised to you, what else would you want? Um, you know, inc- either included in the offer or, or as an additional product. And then I just go make that product. That's, that's something that um, Stephen Larson talks about a lot and that um, uh, I- I'm going to start implementing myself because um, getting that input and getting that um, that feedback from the market, I think is just super, super invaluable. Um, you know, if you, if you can, the, the whole game is like identifying what people want and then getting, getting those people to realize that, you know, your vehicle is the solution to them getting what they want. And, and if you can get people to do that and believe that they'll pull out the wallets. At least that's my, uh, my belief and where my understanding is right now. So, um, that's the end of this episode, guys. Um, this whole podcast is just about documenting my, um, journey to, you know, building my affiliate marketing business, um, creating financial freedom, time freedom for myself and my family. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes in the past. I'm going to continue to make mistakes and, um, I'm learning from them every single day. If you want to avoid some of those mistakes and learn from me instead, um, keep listening. I'm, I'm posting a new episode just about every day. I'm, I've locked myself into this for a whole year. This is episode 29 um, of 365. So we're almost almost 10% of the way there. So um, yeah, this has been Rainforest Marketing Radio. I'm Alex Hurt, and I will talk to you guys in the next one.